Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Jordan, who's known around the Taiwanese community as Jordan Wong. 是的，今天我们邀请到摄影界的明日之星 Jordan 到节目上来跟大家分享他的故事。My guest today is half Taiwanese, half Puerto Rican. He is a director, a filmmaker, an entrepreneur, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Jordan. Hello, hello. what's <laughs> up, bro? Just chilling, man. <laughs> Dude, it has been way too long. Yeah, it has been yes. way too long, man. We used to. This is a little blast into my past, guys. <laughs> We used to work together. With、uh, with Omni Nightclub with Boom. Yep, you're probably one of the first people I met in Taiwan. To be honest, so cool to think about <laughs> the origins of that. What was that like three, four years ago now? Yeah, just about right. Yeah, exactly. Incredible, man. Yeah, so you came and worked with us as a, as a PR. Is that right? Yep, yep. Man, good times, and、uh, and that was just. A very important part of our lives, but we both knew that hey, you know, we gotta, we gotta start doing other things. Yep, gotta <laughs> grow, right? Gotta grow. And you, I remember at that time, we're we're focusing on now what is your company, which is so cool because you see kind of this this growth you've had. But you fell in love a long time ago with movies, and you got an opportunity to kind of be a director of some some fun school projects around cinematography. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. So I started out teaching English, and this opportunities arose, and they said, "Hey, Jordan, you talk a lot. You have a lot of energy. You should be a director." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, <laughs> I'll try it out." You know, I always had a passion for film, but making a movie it's kind of daunting. You're like, I could never do that.、Mm-hmm. I could never be Steven Spielberg. Impossible. Yeah. So they kind of just had faith in me, and I kind of just winged it a little bit, and found my new passion. And now, yeah, that's my that's my job now, my career. It's it's incredible, and we'll dive fully into this. But I was hoping you could give a little self introduction, kind of you know what is the name of your company and all these things you're doing now. But who is the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Jordan? So my company is called Ninety Eight Stories. Basically, Ninety Eight is because the the year Ninety、um, Eight means a lot because my mom passed away、mm. at that year. My story was very impacted strongly from that way, and I want to tell stories that are impactful to people, and you know, can sort of like change people or make you feel something. That's、mm. always the goal with Ninety Eight Stories is to make people feel something, whether it's happy, sad, scared, angry. I want to invoke emotion, and that's basically the the, the reasoning behind Ninety Eight Stories. Beautiful, great, great name. Clearly, a, a creative mind came up <laughs> with that name. Shout out to your your mother, who's unfortunately no longer with us. But yeah, the year nineteen ninety eight. Then is that correct? Ninety、yep. eight is very important to you, and you can tell many stories now around that. And so, would you say now the the company is a creative agency? What do you actually? What's the brand around Ninety Eight Stories? So right now, primarily, it's me. I'm I'm the one man band. I, I have my、uh, my my my, my computer. My fancy computer in my house, my apartment. I have all my gear, my setup. So if you need a video, whether it be promotional,、uh, music video, or、uh, yeah, commercial of like your chair or something, then I'll come in and do a video for you. It's amazing. And so to think about that kind of on the logistics. So you are potentially going to write a script for somebody. You're going to then be the videographer. You're going to then edit it. Yep. Potentially help them. Create branding around it,、yep. and then deliver it to them. We,、yeah. you're, you're a full production house now. Yep, 
trying to be <laughs> starting somewhere yeah. i love it yeah so congratulations Thank this you. has been a, a new endeavor is that correct yep it's very new so um just this past year so i was doing the um movies for the school for about three years and then i kind of wanted to branch off and do my own thing and so that was a year ago and now yeah we're about i started it the company in september of last year september of last year 98 yeah. stories was born yep beautiful boring Shaboing. <laughs> I love that. Nice, man. And so could you take us a little bit kind of through the origin story? You know, what does it take to be a videographer, a director, you know, a, a script writer? You know, what's the origin story? I think for me, it is to be completely like, okay, I'll, I'll give you this story. I love whenever like you have a team and you're coming up with an idea and it's like one of the most vulnerable situations creatively because it's about just everyone spitballing ideas, putting something in, taking it, molding it, putting some back, in, so putting some back out and there's no judgment. It's not like, Oh my goodness, John, what a dumb idea. Don't say that. It's like, no, that, that's good. Let's latch onto that. Or maybe let's mold that to something else. And I just like that part of the whole process. That's, that's what I really like get my juices going. And when I'm with, I'm with, when I'm with a team, and we're all just kind of bouncing off each other. I love that. I love that energy and I love that that creative thinking. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you know, here at my company, Xi Pingfang, my favorite part is that creative brainstorming yeah. of when we're coming up with the ideas of being like, oh, do you think we could do this? Exactly. Like, does that work? Exactly. Like, <laughs> and then it's like somebody being a realist and being like, no, you guys can't do that. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> so cool, man. And so thinking about that time with, with the school, you were... Would you call, would you call it like a you were the director of a, how would you um, call this? I mean, yeah, I guess you could say director, but it's also other facets of it. Like you're talking about this school puts in big budgets for not big, I mean decent sized budgets for these films and for these short films and trailers and travel videos. So I'm doing everything from writing the script straight up to casting the kids to figuring out the production, like all the props, all the costumes. Got to do the location scouting, you know. Of course, we have a team that's put together, but primarily it's from my brain. And it's my ideas that have to get pushed through and has to go through all these steps. And not only do you have to do that for, like, the elementary kids, we also have a kindergarten program. So each one of each one of the kids in the kindergarten program have to have a video. So you're talking about over, like, 15 videos that you're having to do while you're trying to do these short films and travel videos. And it's a lot to juggle. as long. And then you have to coordinate with other teachers you have to have meetings and whatnot. So I, it was full. I had to do the full production of everything, right? I, I just felt tired hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely trained me to just have like the, the background and fundamentals of what does it take production-wise. Like maybe I don't know how to do a full f feature-length production movie, but I have like sort of a taste of like what it kind of takes. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And that is a perfect prerequisite you know, to now having your own company, yeah. you know, now what it's going to take to get yourself. I mean, you could, we're creating short films at that point, up to five, maybe 10 minute films sometimes. And now, you know, that, that foundation, and then potentially in the future, you could scale that to 20 minutes, half an hour, yeah. an hour, yeah. an hour and a half, yeah. boom, feature length film. <laughs> That's the goal, man. Watch That's out, Marvel. <laughs> That'd be a dream. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so cool. And so, what have you learned along the way? Maybe can you share any insight, you know, as a as just a hobbyist who's become a professional now? What have you learned about videography, photography, lighting? You know, what, what have you learned along the way? Well, I can't say that I've done it on my own completely. I have met wonderful people like Steven Viger. 
Shout out. Hey, Steve. <laughs> that guy keeps telling me he's coming on this show. <laughs> yeah, I'll make him come. Don't worry. He's helped me a lot. He hates when I say this, but I really, truly value him as a as a good friend and a mentor. He's helped me out along a lot. He's taught me just a little bit of the ins and outs of, yeah, I mean, sure, it's not video and photography linked together, but I mean, lighting is important in both, right? So he's taught me a bit about lighting. He's taught me about being humble. I mean, I've learned about just shooting stuff. Just go out there and shoot stuff, which I should do more. I know, I know, I should do that more, but you know, it's 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 humble beginnings, right? So, mm. I think one le- lesson I would take away from my journey is that, um, just do it, man. Just go out there and do it. Honestly, it sounds so cliche, but just follow, t- grab something that you enjoy and do it. Well, well said. And the cool thing that reconnected us is you've been shooting some videos for my good friend and our good friend, I should say, CH. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's been doing a lot of YouTube videos and that quality that he's filming. And I'm like, oh, is that is that Jordan's quality? <laughs> that looks like Jordan level quality. Thanks, man. I appreciate and, that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's so cool because he's been putting out some great videos and, and you've been uh, behind the scenes doing that with him. It's so funny when we shoot. It's like. Well, well, cause like he'll, he'll be doing a script and he'll tell, he'll say something and I'm, and we'll pause and I'm like, wait, is that true? And then we'll spend like another like 30 minutes talking crypto about like, yeah, man, I can't believe this is happening. I was like, no way. This is so wrong. Why is it happening like this? He's like, no, I don't know. Right. But it's crazy. It's pretty. It's pretty so intense. cool. So you're actually learning about blockchain and crypto. Oh yeah. That's what's so special while about filming it with Yeah, him. exactly. Like I, and it, that's what's interesting with the way that we kind of vibe is because like, I will be in the position of the audience because I think his videos are speaking to me a little bit. I personally feel that way at least. And uh, yeah, I'll ask him questions or be like, I don't know if that really works or maybe you need to explain this better or shorten this more, you know, and I think that works really well. That's a perfect idea. Yeah, because you are you are his audience. He, yeah. he wants to be educating and onboarding new people to crypto. And yeah. so, yeah, it's great if you're like, hey, that doesn't make sense to me. We exactly. probably should say it differently. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, it and I love it because I'm learning a lot on the way. So that's so so cool. 节目上半段这一边，我们来宾谈到他的工作是 Ninety Eight Stories。之所以呢会决定用 Ninety Eight 九十八取名，是因为呢他的妈妈在一九九八年的时候过世。那所以酒吧就是一个纪念的纪念妈妈的概念这样子。当然这件事对他的人生有很大的影响，所以后来让他开始有了想要说故事的想法，想要透过影片的方式呢，来跟大家分享社会中的呃各种形形色色的人们他们背后的一些故事。好，不管是快乐的、悲伤的，还是愤怒的，来宾呢，他都希望可以借由这样子的一个。影片呢，来给观众带来不一样的感受。而且啊，厉害的是，这一整个做的过程，从剧情台词到拍摄到后置编辑，还有最后的这个品牌建立 （branding） 做的这个行销部分呢，全部都是他一手包办、一站式的这个服务这样子。当然，公司里面还是有团队、有其他员工在，但主要也都还是他来负责。另外，这边来宾有提到一点，我个人认为很不错的是，呃，他说做一部影片的过程里面有一个重要的环节，就是团队里面大家要一起集思广益发想的时候呢，哦，重要却也是我们最脆弱的的时候哦。怎么说呢？因为，嗯，每当当每个人都在丢想法，都在把自己觉得诶不错的一些 idea 提出来的时候啊。嗯，不见得其他人也同意，也觉得不错嘛，对不对？但是
大家都会就是以一个客观的角度来看，好来一起想办法把这些想法、这些 idea 呢，呃，转化成适合的一个方案。好，完全就是一个充满团队合作的一个过程，而且身边也有许多贵人帮忙，让他顺利从一手包办的这个拍摄过程上上下下大小事情里呢，学到了不少专业经验。不管是拍摄的时候很需要的这个灯光设计，好、哦、要学怎么打光，怎么怎么营造出一个适合影片的气氛，或者是例如像呃拍摄技巧、摄影技巧，甚至是因为影片内容需要而间接认识的这个呃我们很熟悉的这个区块链的相关资讯等等，好、哦、都让他在各个方面获益良多。目前虽然说大多都是以拍摄短片为主。但说不定未来也可以拍出90分钟以上的这个完整电影，也说不定哦。这边我们讲的这个完整电影啊，一般英文他们会用 feature length 来表示，好 ，feature length film， 或者就直接说 feature film。那短片的话可以说 short film， 有没有蛮特别的哈、哦？短片就是直接用 short。这个短来表达，但如果影片长达四十分钟、六十分钟或者更长的话呢，就变成是 feature film， 而不是可能直接推想的这个 long film。OK， 另外这句也可以学起来放口袋随时用 ，to bounce off each other。好，它通常是用来表示彼此互相交流想法。再来，还有来宾刚才提到，大家集思广益、发挥团队合作精神的时候，用到的一些片语也其实很实用。我们也来练习一下 ，to latch on to something。好，这个 latch，l a t c h， 它有呃门栓的意思。那当动词用的时候，可以理解成是拴住什么什么什么，或者是像这边用法，拴住了解某个想法。刚刚他这句其实是很快带过，不知道大家各位听众朋友有没有抓到？哦，他说当有人提出新想法的时候呢，常常大家都是哎一起来一起一起 latch on to that， 一起就是来多了解这个提出来的想法，看看有哪些可行性。好 ，to latch on to that，to latch on to the idea。或者如果你有听过歌手山姆史密斯 Sam Smith 的这一首 latch。就会知道这个片语呢，其实也可以用来表示牢牢拴住、缠住某人这样子。好 ，to latch on to someone。I'm latching on to you。有没有很耳熟？唱的五音不全。<笑>好了，我们赶快继续听下半段。Well, do you mind if we switch gears a little bit? Yeah, please go to for it. kind of the story of Jordan. So, first of all, what are you doing here in Taiwan, my friend? So that's that's a funny bit of a story. So、um, I graduated college. I didn't really have a plan, and my aunt had been trying to get me to go to Taiwan for a long time. Oh wow! Spoiler: I am Taiwanese, half Taiwanese. I was like, Are you gonna Are you gonna drop that? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. So I'm half Taiwanese, half Puerto Rican, but I did grow up in the U.S. and that's kind of where my beginning started. Where I didn't I graduated college, didn't know what I wanted to do. My aunt was like, Hey, me and your dad will pay for your flight to Taiwan. You go learn Chinese for a year. You come back, do whatever you want. And I was like, Okay. So that's kind of how I ended up here, and then I was learning Chinese, met this guy, <laughs> started hanging out more, learning less Chinese. But then, you know, meeting other people, learning more Chinese, met a girl, and then I just five years later, I'm I'm still here, and I love it. It's my home. It's beautiful, man. It's、uh, it's kind of it's a fun, similar story with a lot of people.、Yeah. You know, they come here and 
and end up finding a lot of who they are and who they're going to be. I think, for you know, sure. that's something for us is we, we were figuring out who we were at that time. And, and so it's so great to see you now as an entrepreneur. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I, people are like, what are you doing now? I'm like, I am now a business owner. <laughs> I'm a man now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man. <laughs> Man's man. So cool, man. And so, yeah. So can you take us through a little bit, you know, here on NG when we do love to focus on kind of the language side. Mm. While you came to Taiwan to study Chinese, was that the first time you really had gotten like deep exposure to Mandarin? Yes, I did learn in high school and college because for, for once, my dad never taught me. My dad is a fluent speaker. He actually uses language, Mandarin, with, for his job. He's a host in Vegas. So that's what he does, and he never taught me. So I'm always like, you never taught me. He's like, well, you still need to learn. And it's just kind of like it's back and forth. But um, yeah, I think now uh, my Chinese is definitely better than it's ever been. My grandma actually gets pretty happy because I can actually understand her and talk to her. And I'm always like, my Chinese is so bad. She's like, no, it's really good. Don't worry. And yeah, I, I really feel comfortable speaking with her. I mean, I can speak enough to like, like count a little bit of basic conversation, but I do wish I knew more. I definitely think I want to pursue that. I need to pursue that in order to make my, my career grow, my brand grow. So I do believe in that. Yeah. And it's so cool because you kind of read my mind. That's a question I'd love to ask. Now, as a business owner, you're probably, especially a business owner in Taiwan, if you want to have a diverse clientele, you're going to probably need to utilize Mandarin and English. And so have you thought about, you know, have you done a project yet where you had to shoot something all in Mandarin? Uh, it's funny you say that. Just recently, I did a job for this client in Hong Kong. They basically licensed food out. And so they found me and had me go shoot at this beef noodle shop. Well, it was like a, it was like a hotel, but they have a shop in Italian or something like that. Anyways, yeah, the, everyone there spoke Chinese and I spoke English and it was, it was a bit difficult, but you know, we were trying our best and we made it work. They were very friendly and they're very nice, but I could definitely see in the back of my head, like, wow, if I spoke Chinese more fluently, it, this would definitely go a lot smoother and maybe a lot more comfortable, but it turned out okay. I'm not saying it was bad, but. It definitely would have helped if I knew Chinese better or it tooled my, my Mandarin better. Yeah. And I mean, that's so cool. I mean, that's, that's part of the learning process, right? Oh, yeah. You just put yourself in a full environment with Mandarin and you were probably doing your best to actually speak a little Mandarin to yeah. them, right? Yeah. So cool. So thinking about your time as a student when you were studying Mandarin, that happened for about a year. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Nice. Do you remember any impactful stories during that time? Yeah, it, it is a bit funny, but I, I'll share this one. So basically, um, it's after class and it's the first time that I tried U-Bike because I was kind of intimidated by it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to U-Bike. Love you, bike Intimidated by that. I was intimidated by it. You know, it's kind of hard, the kiosk and everything. But once I finally- Oh, the kiosk. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like interacting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. I, you know, I'm a new student in Taiwan. It's not- it's all kind of you know new to you so you know I, I tried it out so you know as i'm biking I'm like this is awesome this is pretty cool and i'm listening to music i'm jamming out i'm like having a smile you know i like to dance sometimes when i'm in my my own little world and as at this red light this man taps me on the back of the shoulder and starts speaking mandarin to me and giving me money and i was just <laughs> i didn't understand it i thought he was giving me money to like good job writing like that was what in my head like you did it yeah good <laughs> you job. conquered the u-bike <laughs> and so i'm like looking around and he's speaking mandarin to me and i my my chinese is not great at the moment at the time right so i'm like confused and he's pointing at my wallet that's in the basket and it's completely open the money had flown out <laughs> and so the guy had, had tracked down my money and tracked down me to give me back my money and it was like 700 bucks and in, in, in TD. wow yeah. that's that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Taiwan Shout right out there. To Taiwan. I've had 
yeah. First of all, shout out to you. Good job. You conquered the U bike. <laughs> yeah. You were jamming out, and yes, you got your money back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that guy listening. <laughs> but it's so cool, man. Yeah, you know, I've I've had one one time where I left my wallet with like three thousand NT in it in wow. a taxi, wow. and a taxi tried to find me where he left me, where he dropped me off last. Wow. He started searching around different houses for me. And couldn't find me and ended up dropping it off at a police station. That's amazing. All the money in there. And I was just like. I like how his initial one. reaction was to find you first. I right? can't. Because it's like usually people go straight to the police, but then that kind of gets a bit hairy, right? Yeah. Takes yeah. a little bit of time. But he was like, no, I got to get it to him first. Dude, yeah. The police were like, yeah, he looked for you for like 45 minutes. Wow. You know, wow. like, yeah, shout out to that taxi driver. But you know, like with that, with those stories, it's like that kind of makes you want to do well as well like yeah, my girlfriend right. and i we've found money in like wallets and we're like no we got to find the owner same, of this. and same. we've i've we've called people and said hey you left your phone at this location or you left your wallet here we're at this place come pick it up and we didn't take anything and they try to give us more like no 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 like no we don't want it like this is you know pay it forward type it's of thing. beautiful it's so true I, yeah. I found a wallet in hawaii last year in a bathroom and like with a lot of money in it yeah. and i try i found the guy's id i tried to find him and i was like no and he's like bro oh my god like he was going out for a night on the town with yeah. his girl he thought he had just lost like a couple thousand us dollars and yeah. incredible yeah paying it forward love yeah. that love that awesome jordan well man it's so great to have you in to ng ingwen and to see all of the things you're going to do and what you've blossomed into from our days at Boom together. <laughs> and a question I love to end with here on the show is if you could go back and talk to a younger Jordan, would there be any advice you give yourself about language, life, videography, anything? I would tell him probably to stop arguing with his aunt about coming to Taiwan. <laughs> all right. I've never all. heard that one. That's the first yeah. time for this one. Yeah, for sure. Cause I would always be like, oh, I don't want to go to Taiwan. What's in Taiwan? So first of all, I would tell him to stop arguing, be more open minded, mm. be more welcoming of people and be ready that your life is about to change. So boom. Well boom. said. Love that. Boom. Yeah. Hey, that's, our, that's my company. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we used to do. Shout out to boom. <laughs> Shout out to boom. Yeah. RIP boom. The COVID, COVID ended that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Well, where can people reach out to you if they have a project they want to do? Where can they find you on social media? So you can reach me out at my website, 98stories.com, number 98 and then just spelled stories.com. Beautiful. And then you can also reach me on Instagram, J-A-Y-Y Wong. J-A-Y-Y Wong. I love that name. That's a cool name. (laughs) 98stories.com. You can find his line there as well, I believe. So you can contact him directly. Find this man for some videos. You will not regret it. Awesome, (laughs) brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us on the show, and we'll talk to you next time. Alrighty. Peace, brother. 下半段这边，我们这位台湾和波多黎各混血，在美国长大的来宾，谈到他大学毕业后呢，在家人建议之下呢，来到妈妈的故乡台湾。一开始本来是计划来台湾学一年中文就好，但就跟很多最后留在台湾的外国人一样，在台湾认识越来越多的好朋友，而且也找到另一半，所以最后就选择留下来。在这边落地生根，这样子。像来宾他今年已经是第五年了。好，那来台湾五年，加上也有在上中文课，而且又在台湾创业，当然中文沟通的能力也是进步了不少。虽然说他的爸爸也是会说中文，但是
呃，来到台湾之后呢，哎，还真是他第一次这样子被中文环绕。好、哦，到现在已经可以跟阿妈聊天，真的是进步非常多。当然，如果是以专业角度来看的话，哎，还是有很多进步空间。像之前跟一个香港客户合作这个牛肉面的拍摄，那中间过程有时候就会因为语言不同的的这个关系而不那么的流畅。但整体而言，真的是不错啦，他的中文力真的没败没败。好，另外来宾他还有分享到一个，是他之前骑我们 U Bike 的这个经验。好，当时他是是他第一次骑，那骑着骑着本来还很愉快，边骑边唱歌这样子。后来停红灯的时候，突然有人拍他肩膀拿钱给他。那因为对方讲中文，他那时候还不是很认真，还听不太懂。一开始还想说，哎，是呃，是我第一次骑 U Bike， 骑得很不错，要给我奖金这样子吗？结果人家一直比他放在前面篮子里面的钱包，才发现说，哎，他刚刚在骑车唱歌的同时，七百多块的钞票也是一张一张的飞走，对方是在后面帮他捡回来要还给他的，有没有？我们台湾这种诚实做人的美德，对其他国家来说，有时候真的是会惊艳到不少人。如果有在海外待过的话，就嗯，大概也都可以体会，真的是很难得可贵的哈。那节目最后这边来宾想要告诉以前的自己，好了，够了，不要闹喽，不要再跟姑姑闹了，就去台湾就对了。好吧，中文学一学，只有好没有坏，而且要多展开心胸，尝试新事物，因为呢，他的人生即将就要面对一场精彩的转变。这边有个满口语的用法，大家可以学起来 ，jamming， 它通常是带有一种啊。呃，放松这样子的意味在，好、哦，就例如像来宾他骑 U bike 的时候，边骑边在那边 jamming out， 就是可能就轻松自在的骑车，然后嘴里不时还会哼个歌之类的。好，或者有时候你也可以用 vibe 来表示类似的意思，如哪天听到有人说哦，我今天也没干嘛，就是 jamming out vibe 这样子，好，意思就是说人家在享受放松的一天。好，那希望大家也一样都有从今天的内容学到一些东西。待会有兴趣的话呢，可以上他的网站 Ninety Eight Stories， 九十八个故事，好去看看他做的一些影片哦。Bye everyone, later, later, peace. All right, well that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram. YouTube and now Spotify. You can search "ng ingwen" or you can search on IG "ng English I C R T." And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦！感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。